0: than all hope listeners you're listening to radio grognard the osr podcast about stuff with your host glenn hallstrom hi folks old man grognard here happy tuesday hope you're all doing well 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 it's been it's been a day we're getting some sun finally and that's a good thing Good thing. I'm tired of freezing. Well, I've got doctor's appointments this week, so I don't know how much gaming I'm going to get into. Well, I don't know how that affects it. Well, it might, you know. I've got some kind of major, not major surgery, but major thing I have to do with the doctor. Let me put it that way. Just to keep this family friendly, I won't mention what it is. But let me put it this way. I'm 62. That gives you an idea. So I'm 62 male, something males have to go through every once in a while. So anyway, anyway, I want to talk about Pulp, Pulp Gaming today, today on Radio Grognard after this. Pulp Gaming. Okay, I got this, I got a bug in my ear put about this, well, actually in my eye because I watched it on YouTube. And this is a shout out to Bobby at GM Table on YouTube. Check him out; he's got a great series of videos about Savage Worlds and other things. And he did a a video called "Disney is Pulp," and he is absolutely right. He was referring to the old Disney Afternoon or what they're doing now with the Ducktales reboot. And yes, all those practically all those series they did uh, Ducktales, Darkwing Duck. Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, you know, all that. it It is pulp. And I told him it all goes back to the, the Carl Barks Don Rosa Duck Universe series of comics. Because though if you read those, those are pulp. Yeah. See, I like pulp. I like pulp as a genre. If I can do my Indiana Jones thing, I'm happy. But I've also got some experience, not experience, but I do, I have experience watching like the older ones too, like, you know, black and white serials, things like that. And things like The Most Dangerous Game or King Solomon's Mines or She or, you know, those kind of movies. Plus you got like Doc Savage and The Shadow and all that other stuff. So I, like I said, I love pulp. That's why I like Savage World so much because it makes pulp easy. And while while I'm not advocating, well, yeah, I am advocating you trying out Savage Worlds. It's a lot of fun. You can do practically anything with it, and it's fast. But what I'm saying is, you know, getting pulp the pulp sensibilities in your own games just can help you more because it's all about adventure. And to me, pulp is like the ultimate adventure because it's a lot of action and some role playing. Now. The role playing does not necessarily have to take a back seat to this. But you do play a lot of combat. The thing with the pulp is you gotta keep the pace going. You really do. I like to keep the players on my toes, and the plot doesn't have to be all that complicated. I mean, Raiders of the Lost Ark wasn't all that complicated a plot. And because it's pretty straight the plots are pretty straightforward, but there are twists and turns along the way. So let's think about this. You have a you have a simple scenario of it all to me the macguffin is important in a pulp a pulp a pulp story. Whether it's a human macguffin or just something that the bad guys are getting maybe a golden idol or something like that. First thing you got to figure out what the macguffin is and why it's important and why someone will want to go steal it or find it or whatever. Then you've got to establish your bad guys. Everybody likes to, you know, when they play in the the 30s and 40s, everybody likes to use Nazis, but they don't have to be Nazis all the time. I mean, let's see. You've got Tuggies, which are Oriental, or rather uh, Hispanic. No, that's the the Asian, Asian cult. There's the triad. You know, Japanese mafia, uh, uh, ninja orders. Uh, what else? Uh, array. Um, I can't. I can't think this morning. I don't know what's going on here, but you get the idea. Some kind of group of bad guys is easier to manage because they got mooks upon mooks upon mooks that you can throw at the the heroes. But you know, that's not the whole thing. You know, if you just leave it at that, that's still kind of. It's interesting for a while, but it gets dull if you're just going to have these big set pieces. You also have to have the danger, like high-flying danger up in the air or in some kind of some kind of abandoned jungle temple or something like that. Uh, snake cults are good, too, by the way, for, for bad guys. And the thing is with the pace. Now, the pace... You think it's going to be boom, 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 boom all the time. Well, it can be. But you can also slow it down a bit sometimes for, for for you know, interaction, villain interaction, other characters, things like that. And don't forget the traps. Traps are great, especially if, like, the villain got you got in the death trap and wants to monologue or something like that. They capture you and they put you in this thing. It, watch something like The Mask of Fu Manchu sometimes and see what he does to his captives. And it's just it's just a whole lot of fun. But the pace has to be right. The pace has to be... Act- to me, it's like action, 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 role-playing. Action, 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 role-playing. And it goes in a... As any story goes in a linear upwards thing. you got to make it a little bigger every time. Raymond Chandler's quote is what his, his detective stories are. What his, his stories are is ODTAA, which is one damn thing after another. Or he says, if you get in a dull spot, just have a guy with a gun come in the room and start shooting. You can have random encounter tables with pulp because, you know, you're traveling, assuming you're traveling all over the world. And you can have encounters with different beasts or men or whatever, whether it's in the jungles of Venezuela or the outback of Australia. You can have the these different. Yeah, and you can, you know what's funny is because you can take a regular D anD D counter, if you if you strip it out, strip out the fantastical monsters and put regular monsters in, it works. You can keep you can keep the the regular, you know the regular monsters in there and just something to think about encounter tables for this is is also important so this basically is me just going off on pulp because I like pulp that's why when in third edition the one I I just about had it with third edition by the time Eberron came out but I was excited to see it there because it was pulp Everything there was a lot of stuff going on in there, and it just seemed very Indiana Jones-ish and I like that. So that means you, you know, and th- these things, these are not just for Savage Worlds. This is for any any game system that you deem worthy that you can run a pulp game in. Even in fantasy, fantasy pulp is great. Like I said, Ebron. Uh, now they're adapting it to 5e. I wish we could. I wish we had an, like an OGL or old school version of Eperon that takes some adaption. I've seen people adapt Eperon to Savage Worlds and it works. So there's all that. Anyway, go out and run yourself a pulp game. Find yourself a pulp game. Try some Savage Worlds. Try some you know some stuff like that. Try it's some people it's like it's all high fantasy, high fantasy. No, you gotta have a lot of danger. You gotta have all this you gotta have all this like stuff that, you know, all the good pulp heroes have. Read some, I guess, read some Doc Savage or or just the classics like H Rider Haggard and things like that. Anyway, I gotta go start my day. So, if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard@gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as ninety nine cents a month, you two can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thank you again, Jonathan Oliver, Mark Gilbert, Juan Carlos. Daniel, and Dan, and Benjamin, and John Allen. Thank you guys for supporting me. Don't forget Dan Greggs, the jung yung Grognard podcast. And do not forget Mark C. Walrings, The Yawning Albear, and Big John Allen Larges The Red Dice Diaries. Those last two are on Anchor. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.